It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. The NFL and the NFLPA are still trying to figure out the details of bringing players back to be able to start training camp. Uh, This is your Kansas City Chiefs Google News Story of the day. At this point, we still do not know if teams are going to be reporting for camp in the next couple of weeks or not. Uh, I did see a story that said that the Kansas City Chiefs rookies were supposed to report to to training camp this Saturday. It does not look like that's going to happen at this point. Uh, Big questions as to whether or not that will happen in the next couple of weeks. I'm sorry, it would not be this Saturday. I believe it would be next Saturday uh, to get ready for training camp. But at this point, you still are looking at a situation where you just don't know whether or not these teams are going to be able to get to a point where the team and the NFLPA or you know the clubs in the NFLPA are going to be able to come to an agreement. The players want no preseason games. Uh, that is something that the NFL has not done away with yet. They have, are still proposing two preseason games. It doesn't sound like that's going to fly with the players' union. Um, big questions as to whether or not they're going to be able to get the testing done that the players are going to want to be able to play. Uh, there's just a lot of question marks when you start looking at how this is going to play out. You start looking at what the NFL has done and, and where they are uh, compared to where you would expect them to be considering they've had all this time to prep for this and they don't seem to be in a point where you would expect them to be at this point. Uh, you still have to wonder whether or not this is going to you know, bleed into what should be training camp in the next couple of weeks because right now it doesn't sound like they're anywhere close to having a deal and trying to figure things out. Um, you know the NFL is trying to figure out the money is trying to figure out the easier things. The money is going to be where the big sticking point is, and they haven't really even talked about that. The NFL has come out and said that they want to put 35% of players' salaries into an escrow account to help offset the amount of money that they're expecting to lose by not being able to have fans in the stands. It doesn't sound like Arrowhead is at this point closing down completely to fans, but they have said that they're going to have a reduced capacity. There have been other teams that have come out and said that they're not going to have fans at all during games. So that's still a question there, too. You, you have to wonder if that's going to end up being a reality in Kansas City at some point. Uh, we just don't know. But it doesn't sound like the NFLPA wants to do that. They want to basically say, okay, well, we're not going to take the hit up front. We'll let you take the hit up front. Uh, and we will say, you know, the salary cap's not going to increase over the next two years. Uh, I have a hard time believing that the owners are going to allow that and that'll end up being the case. So I think you're in a situation where you could really see a standoff in the next couple of weeks. Um, I, I do think that you know trying to figure out the testing and keeping players as safe as you possibly can, I think that you know not having preseason games is going to be a big deal. Uh, I do think that you know the NFL wants to at least have that. The coaches are definitely going to want to have that to be able to figure out who's going to be on their team. Uh, and, and try to figure out who's going to be uh, able to make the team as on a final roster perspective. I don't know that you're, even with two preseason games, that you would have the starters that would be playing it either. Again, at this point, it's just really hard to know if there's going to be a NFL season 
in general just because of the way that things have worked out with the coronavirus. But now you're looking at the NFL and the NFLPA having come to the same problems that Major League Baseball did. Uh, and Major League Baseball, obviously, they would be in the dog days of summer and, and well into their season normally right now, and they haven't even started yet. Uh, it took a long time to figure out the money. I think that's going to be a big sticking point when you get to the NFL and the NFLPA discussions is, you know, how are they going to figure out that money? Because there's definitely going to be a lot, a large revenue lost with fans not being able to be in the stands. You would have to think that maybe they're able to find some more money elsewhere, but it's still going to be a big question mark. And right now, that is your Kansas City Chiefs Google News Story of the Day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Chiefs. I am Chris Clark from Chiefs Digest. Thank you very much for listening. Looks like we have a little bit more to talk about this week after uh, a week. I hope you guys enjoyed the ultimate crossover edition uh, of the Locked On Chiefs and the Locked On AFC West that you've heard earlier this week. The one thing that happened this week that a lot of people were questioning whether or not it could happen, especially after Patrick Mahomes' contract, was the Kansas City Chiefs agreed to terms with Chris Jones, four-year deal, $80 million. The thing that just really sticks out to me on this point, at this point, looking at this contract is, man, I, Brett Veach is just becoming a master at getting these contracts to do what they need to be able to do to be able to get the Chiefs in a cap situation that they can handle. And what I mean by that is, you look at Chris Jones's contract, there isn't a single dollar, it looks like, that has increased the salary cap in 2020. Uh, Kansas City, at this point, is one of several teams that doesn't have a single draft pick under a signing at this point. So you would have to think that's going to be coming in the coming days, especially with training camp less than a week away, uh, or I guess a little bit more than a week away. Uh, but you look at it, and right now, the only thing he's getting this year, he didn't even get a signing bonus in 2020. So his cap number is staying the same at $16.126 million. Uh, he's guaranteed $37.6 million over the first two years of the, of the contract. In 2021, the third year of the contract, another $22 million becomes guaranteed. Uh, right now, that's only guaranteed for injury, but it does become fully guaranteed uh, in 2021. So at that point, he will have had a four-year contract, which would basically become a three-year contract for a little over $60 million. Uh, it's a pretty good deal for him. All of it is base salary when it comes to Chris Jones for 2021 and 2022 and 2023. Everything is base salary. There are no kinds of bonuses. I do expect that this contract is going to be tweaked over the years, much like Patrick Mahomes' contract is going to be. But uh, he is looking at being an undrafted for, or sorry, being an undrafted free agent again in 2024 uh, at the age of 29, or I guess he could be 30 at that point. I'm not exactly sure when his, when his birthday is. But you still look at this contract, and it shows that they wanted to get a deal done with Chris Jones. This was a priority for them, and it also shows that Brett Veach is a magician. 
He took $177 of cap space earlier this season in the offseason and turned it into a $500 million deal with Patrick Mahomes, keeping him here through 2031. And extending Chris Jones for four years, $80 million, could be up to $85 million. There's $5 million of not likely to be earned incentives in this contract. And all of those incentives are based on him hitting 10 sacks a year. Uh, that is why they are not likely to be earned. So we will see whether or not he is able to earn those. But there is money in the contract for him to earn more money. If he is able to get to 10 sacks a year, I think the team would be very happy to pay him that extra money if he's able to get to that production. Uh, I think it's a situation where he is going to be next to Frank Clark in this defense for a very long time. And you also add in Tyron Matthew. You've got three elite players in my mind on this defense at those levels. Two on the defensive line, one at you know safety, and hopefully you're going to find another in, you know elite player at that middle level. You don't really have that right now. You have a couple of guys that are you know usable and can play at this level, but they you know, they don't have that elite talent right now. Uh, that's a big question mark. That's been a big question mark for Kansas City for quite some time. So you have to hope that that's something that they're going to be able to find here in the near future. You start looking at what this is going to mean for Kansas City going forward. They are going to be in a little bit of a cap situation in the next several years. Uh, but right now, they have 20 of their 22 starters back. That is fantastic. Britt Beach has done a fantastic job keeping the core of this team together. The only two starters from the Super Bowl they do not have back are Kendall Fuller and Steven Wisniewski. Two players that uh, played well at times last year and then struggled at times as well. Uh, Wisniewski played pretty well throughout the rest of the season, but Fuller definitely struggled throughout the year. So there's going to be some people that are going to be coming in a corner. There's going to be some extra players that are going to be coming in a corner that are obviously going to have a big, big impact on how this team is able to perform in 2020. But they have just about everybody back. They have a team. They have a nucleus. They, they've built this thing. Uh, to be successful over the next several seasons. And this is really a great step in the right direction for Kansas City. Very excited about this contract that they got for Chris Jones. I'm very happy that he's going to be in Kansas City for the next four years at least. Uh, you would expect that if he continues to play well, they will extend him again. You know, really at this point, you have the core of the con the core of this team together through 2021, I believe. Uh, Travis Kelsey is, I think, one of the next guys that is going to be coming up, and that's going to be something that they're going to have to take care of. But it's not going to be something that they have to take care of right now. I said this on Twitter when they originally signed Patrick Mahomes to that huge extension. Uh, one of the things, I, there were some people out there saying there's no way they're signing Chris Jones to a long-term deal. Now, one of the things I said from the start was this actually gives them the ability to sign Chris Jones to a long-term deal. And the reason that was is because they knew what Patrick Mahomes was going to cost. They've got that built into their salary cap. Now, there's no question marks there. Patrick Mahomes is obviously the best player on this team, and he is obviously going to be the player that they're going to build this entire franchise around. That's who, the way it should be. The quarterback position is that important, and he is the best player in the NFL, in my opinion. So you start looking, and if you start building from that aspect of this is what we're paying our best player. We know what we have to build around him to for him to be successful. And they have pieces there to do that. And you, now you have a player in Chris Jones who is an elite player on the defensive line. He is one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. I think he's top two uh, right behind Aaron Donald. He's certainly getting paid like he is one of the top two or three players in the NFL at his position. 
Uh, so I think this is a great contract for him. I think this is a great contract for the Chiefs. Uh, both of them moved a little bit. Jones got his APY of you know close to $21 million a year with the incentives that he got. Uh, and Kansas City moved a little bit because they're paying him a little over $20 million a year. I mean, yeah, it's four years, $80 million with $5 million of incentives, so you could argue it goes both directions. But Kansas City really got a structure that's really going to work out well for them. Uh, his, he didn't get a signing bonus, so he's getting the $16 million in base salary this year. Uh, that's not going to change at all. Uh, I'm not sure when that's going to get paid. It looks like it's probably going to be paid throughout the regular season, so that's really something I'm sure the team really wanted. Uh, you're looking at another situation where next year, $21.5 million is base salary. So right now, if you were to cut him in, in 2021, you would have to pay him $21 million. That would make his salary not uh, something that would be subject to the salary cap in 2022. But you have to figure that he is going to be on this team for the long term. So they're going to basically be paying him $60 million over three years. Still a great deal for Chris Jones, in my opinion. I think he is well worth the money that he's getting paid. But you look at what this means for this team. They are keeping the core together. They're going to be able to be in a position to run it back. That is what this entire offseason has been about, is getting this team to this position to be able to run it back and compete in another Super Bowl in 2020 and try to become a dynasty going forward. I do think that's why Mahomes wanted the deal he wanted, and the length of the t of the contract was to be able to give the Chiefs the most flexibility that he could on a contract uh, of the magnitude that he was able to sign. So I think it's a great deal on both sides of Mahomes, Kansas City, and Chris Jones in Kansas City. Uh, when we get back, I do want to talk a little bit more about Kansas City and the way they've kind of changed their social media approach over the past couple of, of weeks and months uh, with this COVID outbreak and a little bit more about Chris Jones as well. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. And welcome back. Okay, so before break, I was talking about Chris Jones, the contract that he just signed, how Patrick Mahomes' contract is really going to affect the Chiefs move forward, as well as Chris Jones' contract. But I did mention something that I thought I need to mention, and, and i got to give the Chiefs props for this. So when Mahomes' contract broke about a week ago, a little over a week ago, there was a liquor store in Kansas City uh, that had an employee. Her name was Cami, I believe. And she reported that the Chiefs were getting ready to make a huge contract signing because one of their representatives came in and got six bottles, I believe, of Dom Perignon, uh, and they were getting ready to celebrate. And then two hours later, or a couple of minutes later, uh, it was starting to come out that Patrick Mahomes was getting ready to sign his extension. So fast forward a week, 
and Chief's social media has actually gone out to the liquor store, and the guy walks in, gives her a little heads up, and she hands him six bottles of Dom Perignon, and this is what you get on Chief's Twitter on a Thursday afternoon, getting ready to go into Friday into into a weekend after the Chris Jones signing. Uh, to me, that is fantastic, a fantastic job by the social media department of Can- of the Chiefs. And this is kind of the way that you would hope that they would do things uh, a little bit more often because this really shows them using their personality, using uh, what happened, not being pissed off about it. Uh, because honestly, I could see a, a situation where you would think that the team in the past would have been upset that she was the one that broke this out before some of the other media outlets did. Uh, and maybe you know they would say something to the owner of the store, but it doesn't seem like that happened at all. They really uh, took advantage of this. They you know they used her in this clip uh, to promote the signing of Chris Jones a little bit, and, and kind of a hat tip to her. And then she had some of the bigger people in NFL Twitter, in Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, giving her a hat tip for her scoop of the story and telling them to or telling her to give them heads up when she comes up with more stories. So to me this is just a great uh, fun story that you see and you really hope that Kansas City is going to embrace stuff like this in the future because I think it really helps uh, bring fans into the team and into uh, just the atmosphere of the Chiefs. You look at what is going to be going on with COVID uh, right now, it sounds like Kansas City is probably going to be one of the teams. Uh, I would imagine all NFL teams are not going to have any fans at training camp. Uh, so you're not going to be able to get our normal coverage that we have for you or be able to go see it for yourselves. And the question is, is are they going to be able to have you know fans at games? We don't know that at this point. Uh, that's up in the air. Some teams have already said they're not going to have fans at games. Others have you know, said that it's going to be reduced capacity. So we just don't know what's going to happen. So what you have to hope for is that the team is really going to take a step up and give a little bit more insight into the team. Uh, that's one thing that you're just going to have to hope that they're able to do and they're willing to do this season uh, because that's just going to be the reality of it. They're going to limit the amount of people that are going to be around their players because of this whole scenario. Uh, so it's going to be a completely different season. And, and that's something we already knew to begin with. One thing I do want to say about Chris Jones and and bringing him back to Kansas City, you know, when they signed Patrick Mahomes, I was excited because I thought that maybe they would go and sign Chris Jones. I did think that it was possible that they would not go that direction because, uh, you know, you look at what he's asking for, you're going to end up having two guys on the defensive line that you're paying $20 million a year to. Uh, that is a lot of money to be paying on the defensive line. Uh, big Big question marks as to how they're going to get that and make that work over the next couple of seasons. It's something that they're definitely going to have to figure out a way to deal with over the next couple of years. Uh, And this is really where you have to start wondering whether or not how this team is going to be built for the future. Uh, You know, you look at the different ways that dynasties have been built in different different eras. Uh, Tom Brady usually took less money than was required in New England, and then they spent a lot of money... Uh, you know, on the back end of their defense and didn't spend much up front. Kansas City's kind of going the opposite direction in that regard. They're paying Frank Clark a lot of money. They're playing, paying Chris Jones a lot of money. And I think there's a lot of value in having the pressure on the quarterback and being able to get pressure both inside and out. So I think that those are two go- 
key pieces in this defense going forward, obviously. But when you start looking at going into 2021 and moving forward, you're going to be looking at seasons where you're going to be right up against the salary cap for the next pro- probably next several years, mainly because you're in a situation where the salary cap probably isn't going to change. That's going to really affect the way they're going to be able to build their roster. It's going to affect the ability of the team to compete in different areas. Uh, so big questions on that and how they're going to do that. But Brett Veach certainly has shown that he is creative. He is going to get players and pieces that he wants on this team, they're going to stay here. Uh, he obviously made his choice with Patrick Mahomes years ago, thought it was a great move, and obviously it has turned out to be very good for Kansas City. Uh, this contract is going to be, I think, one of a kind for quite some time. I don't think you're going to see anybody else that's going to really get on the same level as Patrick Mahomes when it comes to that contract, just because it's not done usually in the NFL for one, and two, you don't usually have the type of talent that you have with Patrick Mahomes uh, this young in his career. So I think that's going to really set his contract apart. Then you look at what he was able to do with Chris Jones. Uh, he was able to get his representation and Chris to understand, hey, we just don't really know what's going to happen this year. We don't know what's going to happen with money. We'd like to keep you at the number that you're at right now. We'll fully guarantee it and next year's salary if you will take that. Uh, there's not going to be a signing bonus, but you know you're going to be getting that money. We just need the flexibility, and that's what they were able to get done in this deal. So that's a great sign of his ability to kind of think outside the boxes to how normal contracts are done and really get something done that worked for Kansas City for this situation and is going to work for them in the future. We will, over the next couple of weeks, we will have time to discuss you know, how this is going to affect training camp and when training camp starts and all of those pieces. But you start looking at what this team has for the future. They have 10 players that are, uh, you know, in my, in my opinion, very good to elite players on their roster. And all of them are under contract for at least two years. Uh, you're just in a fantastic point at that point when you're starting to look at the reality of the team that you have built in Kansas City. And as long as they're able to keep players healthy, they will be a team that is going to be a menace to play every single time over the next couple of seasons. That's going to be it for us today. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend, and we will talk to you next week with hopefully some good news about training camp. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.